0: Hey there, welcome to the Creative Metaverse podcast. My name is Ryan Kingsline, and I'm the founder of Vertex School, where we train creatives for the career of their lives. In this podcast, we interview amazing artists and creatives working in film, games, and building the metaverse right now. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. All right. So thank you so much for being here. Um, I'm really excited to learn more about what you do.
1: Yeah, it is uh, my pleasure to be part of the, you know, the team. And yeah, uh, I listened to some of the podcasts you hosted before and, and it's really interesting. Uh, so cool. yeah, thanks for All right. having me.
0: Absolutely. So Jasmine, why don't we start? You tell me, um, tell us really like what it is that you do because you're a sound designer. So sound designer, right? That's the way we say yeah. it.
1: Yeah, yeah, it, exactly. Yeah, okay. I am a sound designer. Um, yeah, I have been working in game audio for almost ten years. Um, you can say sound designer, or you can <clears throat> say audio artist. There's a different, you know, titles, but we all kind of working on the same thing. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, basically, we can, we're making sounds for for games. Um, or sometimes we little like we make a little tune, but we are not composers. Uh, just being said um, a lot of people mixed up with composers and sound designers because we right. all kind of working kind of the same similar things, but yeah, yeah. there's a different nations uh, between those two. Uh, so, yeah, um, my daily job is kind of like picking up you know what the new things came into the, to the game, and I'll uh, make some of the sound effects for those. Um, but you know, uh, in past years, I kind of like gained a lot of experience, uh, not just for sound effects sometimes work on some of the music, uh, interactive music system. Um, So yeah, like uh, making game audio is not just like art, but like a digital art, right? So that's Mm -hmm. really uh, different things uh, compared to, you know, film sound or uh, like traditional recording arts uh, because we are making interactive uh, digital uh, content for for Mm -hmm. players. so you're gonna to have to think a lot of different things, not just like making sounds, for example, like, oh, there's gonna be a rainstorm coming in and you're not just gonna like have a rainstorm. storm. You have to make this environment, right? You're not mm-hmm. making like one sound, you're making multiple sounds. You're creating this immersive uh, environment and space for the player. Um, so that's pretty much what we do. We, we, we create this you know, virtual space for the players. To, mm. to immerse themselves in that in the game.
0: I get it. And uh, I was going through your uh, your demo reel yeah. and so it started out with the atmospherics and the world ambience. so that's basically the rainstorm, right?
1: Yeah, that's just one of the example <clears> but you know when you play games there's different locations, different space and then, you know up and down and there's mountains or there's like underwater. So yeah anything that you see on the screen, we had to make something. To compromise or like combine, uh, you know, pictures and uh, animations and um, yeah, with the sound, right?
0: So if you're in the jungle, one sound. If you're in but, the mountains, another sound. What what's what's the difference between those two? If you could talk about that. Yeah,
1: um, you know. So for 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 video games, um, yeah. Per se, um, we often people wanted to hear something. Um, but in the reality, we, we might not hear that much sounds. Um, just remember like you, if you go on a hiking trip with your friend, you might not hearing that much sound effects. Why are you hiking like in the forest? Maybe just light wind or some like rustling from the trees and stuff like mm-hmm. that. But, you know, in the game, we wanted to emphasize uh, particular things. For example, like in the jungle, right? You want to hear like in, in um, the plants or insects birds are maybe some water dripping like while you're crossing a little river um, so a lot of different things mixed up to to create this space and the environment to make it more real than the reality um, so um, in that in that world you feel like oh this is really a jungle um, those key sounds that you're you're hearing kind of like give you the hints or indicating this is the location that you are in, right? So if you're in the jungle, you see a lot of like uh, trees, tropical plants and all that. You might not see like birds or insects jumping around or flying around, but you can hear those. And then that particular sound will make you feel like more and more immersive in those environments.
0: Mm. Yeah. And then a the mountain. How does yeah, that change? Mountain- is it the wind then? Or
1: yeah, yeah, definitely. Like. Uh, depends what kind of the mountain, right? Uh, it can be really, really tall, like on the top of the mountain, or you're like in the, you know, like foot of the mountain, right? Like the lower ground. Um, mm-hmm. So depends on the latitudes or the 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 scene that you're seeing too. It's it can be changed. So if you're like you're hiking on top of the mountain, definitely like all of winds picking up. Um, you're not going to hear a lot of birds anymore because they probably can't fly that high. Um, um, but yeah, but if, if lower, um, maybe it's near the city or it's not. Um, so you might not adding a little bit distant traffic, um, but yeah, definitely a lot of birds, maybe insects, right? Mm-hmm. So that's like, or lifts, um or tree, even like tree can make some noise as well. Uh, mm-hmm. When the wind picking up, they can, making some creaking sounds, um, as well. So, yeah, so it's really, uh, you can go really, really detailed in, in those locations. Um, right. and then also you wanted to, um, there's like artistic choice for every designer as well. Um, if you want to add something, your own taste, right? So that's what we was saying. Like, it's not going to sound the same, uh, like the cooks, like, you know, not every cook can will make the same dish. Right. Even they right. have the same ingredient ingredients. Mm. Um so yeah, so that, that's a lot of the different things mixed together, but that you know, combined.
0: And then I saw um the, in your demo reel, there the next things were there was interaction moment sound, there was foley, and then you had mm-hmm. in-game cinematics, I assume. Right. Um, so in the interactions, there was a lot of like you move the door. Yeah. You know, the screeching yeah. as you're lifting the gate.
1: Yeah, right. Yeah, the interaction. I, I guess that was um pretty general, uh, like a naming for for those moments. But mm-hmm. we we call it interaction because you you particular like player particularly interacting with like maybe there's a button like A or X or something, right? So right, uh, you're pressing something and then to open it. Um, but in generally speaking, like uh, we all making sounds to be interactive in the way we wanted to connect to with the player. Um, but for those moments are kind of like key moments for maybe open a door or, you know, um, you find a treasure somewhere, um, you know, just like a little moments. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I kind of like just called it an in- interaction moments um, because it's more like clear to, for people to understand. Um, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, like, those moments you wanted to emphasize to make it more fun and then surprise, uh, and then maybe some kind of the singers uh, we add as well to emphasize the moments that you kind of have the rewarding, uh, maybe, like, when you're picking up, like, a new weapon or something like that. Uh, Right. But Yeah, like, yeah, so, uh, in general, like, those moments uh, can be a lot of, like, sound design uh, choices.
0: And I saw in the... Uh, Demarilla, you're not you're you're making the sounds, but it, I think you're actually implementing them too, right? And um, yeah. in Unreal, in uh, WYS, I don't know if that's how that's said, but
1: right, yeah, WYS. Um, so WYS, <laughs> it's sometimes we call it Wwise. Um, um, it is a middleware, um, kind of like connecting the the data, like the audio data. Um, we install a lot of uh, tuning stuff um, inside the software, and then that will connect it to Unreal or Unity or some other you know, game engines. Um, so as a designer, we can tune everything on wise. for example, like the volumes or you know, frequencies, uh, pitch, and all like different things. Um, and we can do like a real-time uh, kind of parameters um, to controlling how sound moves or sound performs. Um, based on certain values that are coming through the game. Um, mm-hmm. So with that to connecting, uh, we can tune the sound um, you know, while we're playing the game and testing out how it sounds. Uh, so it definitely gave, a, gave us a lot of flexibility in a way to, to tuning the sound that we wanted um, in the first place.
0: Hmm. And you're doing yeah. that in uh, Wwise, not Unreal, right? Or are you in Unreal and actually creating your parameters there too?
1: Um, I mean, most of the time, if you're using, using Wwise, you want to tune the parameters most of in Wwise because mm-hmm. it's better to for other designer to see as well. Mm-hmm. Um, there's particular moments that um, not every game, I'm just saying, like probably your team wanted to create some custom tools in the Unreal um, engine that you wanted to achieve certain, um, I mean, like probably playback or um, some kind of like positioning um, way to help you to to make the workflow faster. Um, you can still do that, um, but most time we tune the stuff um, inside of Wise, uh, mm-hmm. not in Unreal. If using Wise and Unreal at the same time, um, but Unreal has their own kind of audio engine as well. So if you say you don't want it to you know uh pay the money for wise or you know just you know extra stuff you don't want to do extra stuff in wise and then you can still uh tune the audio stuff inside of the unreal engine with their hmm. own yeah audio engine inside
0: yeah so what got you into this i saw you have a, a degree in as a recording artist right and then i think yeah. you went to another school
1: right yeah so yeah i, I actually grew up in china and then uh-huh. um I studied in recording arts when I was in undergrad. Uh, mm-hmm. I spent four years uh, just kind of like you know picking up microphones and position microphones for instruments, like trying to trying to achieve best recording stuff um, uh, in inside of like my own career. Um, mm-hmm. And then we do have like film sounds. Um, probably like a senior year, we have film sound course to know how we can pick up like dialogue or location sounds and all that. Um, and then just a little bit mixing or post-production courses in the end. So I kind of have like a four-year um, recording art history or study education back mm-hmm. in China. And then, um, but yeah, back then it was really hard uh, for like people to pursue this career because it's really hard um, in the way like uh, recording singers or you going to like a recording studio, the scheduling is just crazy. You, you have to stay up like three or 4 a.m. in the morning. So mm-hmm. I wanted to expand it my, myself, like expand my horizon in the way like to know, oh, there's probably more than, than this. Um, uh, so when I was in the four year, fourth year in my college or university, I uh, worked on a project with people who majored in digital media. Uh, they were creating kind of like a, uh, a film, a short film, but in an interactive way, right? So there's not just like you hit the play button, you watch the whole thing, but there's moments that you can interact with. So that really triggered me. And I tried to, to search online, see where other school can you know do this kind of stuff. Um, and then, uh, And I found the... Digital media uh, program um, in Vancouver where I'm living now. Um, so I mean that was re- really interesting. I wanted to to know more about it, to to learn more about it for like, you know, not just like traditional side of the media thing, like maybe something other like applications or websites and
0: mm-hmm. games
1: maybe. So yeah, so I I came to Vancouver, did my master degree um, in digital media, um, and then spent. One year and a half working with a lot of different clients and with students. Um, so, we have this uh, course called Industry Project, uh, where you actually make uh, real projects or real games uh, per se and then for, for, for local clients. Mm-hmm. So, that's the moment I realized oh, maybe I can start to do some music or, you know, like little sound effects for the, for the games we're making on. Um, yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of like a starting point um, for me to to realize, okay, this is you know this can be a job. This can be something that I can be you know working on every day. Um, but that was just the idea. I back then I don't really know. There's like even a job for for audio designer because it was really rare. Um, but you know, like luckily um, I got an internship uh, in Microsoft in two 2000- thousand. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Um, and then yeah that's the beginning of my career in game audio Uh, you know it was just like a magic happened and I joined I started I started to learn more about it and I worked on real games like Gears of War um, and other stuff Um, yeah so yeah that's where I can really really put myself in to learning like you know oh, a game audio can do a lot of different things, not just like music or sound effects, but it's, you know, it's a tech, it's art, and then it can be really, really uh, genetic, genetic, right? Uh, So, yeah.
0: I love that, you know, and and I think that that's that's one of the the, um, themes that I run across a lot with students, uh, you know, that we interact with. Mm -hmm. and it's the sense that like you don't even know that this was a job but here this is a job and there's a whole host of people doing this and um you know you weren't quite sure what you were going to do you just knew you were going to go in this direction
1: right Yeah, yeah exactly like i didn't know i'm gonna be like a sound designer while I was in school uh, because you're there's so many choices and so many yeah. options right when while you're studying and then everything sounds interesting and looks interesting um, and I'm the only audio person in my co- cohort back then so um, there's people doing like project management or animation or UI UX so um, so I really stand out in the way like you know this is the thing I wanted um, and, and this is the thing interests me the most. Um, and I remember my, my teacher actually was telling me like, oh, may, maybe Jasmine, you should just start with project management first. Um, and he actually put me on one of the projects I was uh, working on as a project manager and then also as a sound designer at the same mm-hmm. time. Uh, so then that can give me more experience in both um, because he believed, um, it's really hard for, for an audio person to find a job back then. 2013, yeah. there's no job for, for sound designers, probably. It's really hard to get into the industry. Um, so, yeah, it's just like a magic for me happened um, mm. back then. but now it seems changed. like there's a lot more opportunities and there's studios her- hiring a lot of audio person. Um, I see job posts almost every day for for audio stuff. so um, yeah, it's definitely changed um, in this 10 years. Um, mm. I'm really glad it happened, and yeah. this job, yeah, this job <laughs> uh, actually um like improved or developed a lot right in the in those years
0: yeah what do
1: you love about it
0: because i can tell Uh, you're passionate like you know you you like this job it's not right you know yeah what do you love about
1: this yes so definitely like a lot of people ask me the same thing um i mean uh sound design is really about you know feelings emotions and also Mm -hmm. you creating a lot of new things uh it's not repeating the stuff that you are doing every day, every day you have the new challenge, you have to learn new things. Um, because we're working on games, There, like game engines and new technologies coming in every day as well. So we're not just, you know, playing around with like W. we call it like a digital uh, workstation. Um, um, but yeah, like we had to play around inside the uh, game engine as well to learn new things play games at the same time as fall so there's always something new that comes in every day and um you know sometimes i just pick up my recorder uh while i'm on a you know a family trip or you know I'll go hiking i just record certain things interest me uh, on the way so i mean it's not just a job anymore it's more like my life in the way Um, I had, I just had my son uh, three months ago and Mm. he is making a lot of different noises. So I'm picking up his noises um, as part of my sound library as well. So, you know, it's a memory for me and for him. And also maybe someday I will use his sound and to, to make something out like out of it. So yeah.
0: Oh, that's pretty awesome. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So if somebody wants to know about you know, sound design and all of that. Is there, like, a game you think really does this well?
1: Yeah, I mean, um, depends what kind of the game he likes first, right? Like, um, there are different genres, um, even, like, in video games, too. For me, per- personally, uh, I really like The Last of Us series, uh, Last mm-hmm. of Us 1 and 2. Um, it's really, really good sound design. Um, and then uh, the monster voice, and then also a lot of the, Love the the voices, recording, uh, love the environment, ambience they created, Um, the dynamic. It's really good mixing wise. Um, So I will say if you never played those games and definitely give it a try. Um, And also I love, I grew up with Tomb Raider. (laughs) i played since I was five. So um, I I recommend to play uh, those games as well. Um, Yeah. Yeah, and then Recently, I'm playing Sekiro, um, Shadow Die Twice. Uh, I just started to get more into um, those, like, I don't know, hardcore mm-hmm. games. Um, but because you're playing so much, the you know, the bosses or mini bosses, you play them again and again, and then you have to pay more attention to like animations or environments. Even the sound cues give you indicating where, to escape from where, you know, there's a danger comes in. Um, So, yeah. um, I can't think of any other games. I recently just played those three. And then, um, yeah. And then Ghost of Tsushima is something I played the last year as well. It's really, really cool sound design. uh, The the swords, uh, the combat, the music definitely triggers a lot. uh, Yeah, for people.
0: Yeah, and those are all games that, you know, really invest in story.
1: Yes, yeah, story-driven games, um, because those games can, has a lot of story side. So th- there's a lot of sound design opportunities for for people to, you know, even like you can watch like short movies, like those cinematic, right? Mm-hmm. You 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 kind of immerse into the stories um, at the same time. You play along with the story, so the 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 voice ha- had to be really really good at it. Um, but yeah, like there's other small games like Cuphead. Uh, it's a really, really cool sound design choices game, and it's like a really different from the traditional game that we played before. Um, the music is really, really cool. Um, yeah, um, and then Control that I played uh, recently as well. Um, the combat and then the weapon sounds are super nice. Um, I have to listen yeah. to
0: Cuphead now. Um... Yeah, yeah, to definitely, that one.
1: yeah, but it's a really hardcore game as well. I I didn't know that. It, you know, it looked cartoonish, and then I felt like, oh, maybe this is a kids game, and, and then once I played it, I'm like, oh wow, this is really hardcore, and I had to like play back and again, and again, and challenge myself. Yeah. yeah,
0: how how did this job uh, go through the pandemic? Like, you know, did everybody went back, so you, you know, I don't know, like how you make the sounds because you know. What yeah. we know mostly is like a Foley sound stage,
1: right? Um, so yeah, during the pandemic, it's really funny. Um, so uh, why I was changing job, um, so the last last job I was worked, I worked in Phoenix Labs, um, in the local studio here. Um, mm-hmm. And the first week I came into the studio, and then Friday, I think it was Friday or Thursday, um, and then the the manager came in. He, she was asking me, like, are you okay to to carry all the, you know, speakers back home? I was like, oh, what's happening? Like, I know there's, you know, like pandemic happening, but it's not reaching to Canada yet in my mind. But mm-hmm. apparently it's quicker than you thought. Um, so we basically sent home, we uh, uh, were sent home and then to just work from home. Uh, probably like that was the March in 2000, uh, 2020.
0: Um,
1: yeah. yeah, it definitely... Um, changed in a way, like you don't really interact with your, um, you know, co-workers that much anymore. Uh, We used to, you know, we we talk about sounds and we record sounds together. Uh, We listen to each other's work uh, at the same time to give, you know, feedback um, um, for certain things. Um, Mm -hmm. Once you're home and you're just by yourself, Um, and my husband is also working in games, and he... So he he works in the living room and luckily I have another bedroom for me for myself. And so I can isolate myself inside one room, but mm-hmm. I can still hear him while he's in the meeting or anything like that. So we're constantly fighting because I had to use speakers <laughs> playback. And so oftentimes and while he was in a meeting and they will be like asking, oh, why there's like gun sound effects or like why there's yeah. a gun sound? is there, there's something happening near your your home or you know like something bad happening like and he would just know it's just because my wife is working on some you know gun sound um uh, yeah so like those funny moments are pretty pretty cool you know like we had to adapt ourselves in the way totally. like yeah. yeah um and you're still yeah. working from home yeah I am still working from home uh we were some. Uh, we were back to studio uh, probably like August in that year. Um, but yeah, I, uh, I actually chose another opportunity. Now I'm working in Mihayu. so I'm not sure um, you guys heard the Genshin Impact game. Um, uh, that's where it made. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm, I joined them uh, maybe a year ago. Um, and then because the uh, headquarter is in Shanghai, so I'm basically working with uh, the Shanghai team while I'm home. Uh, yeah. But they are they are growing. Uh, we have a new studio just open, gonna be open soon in Montreal. Uh, yeah. But most of the people working in Canada still work from home. Uh, for me, I don't really mind it because most of the time I do work in a separate room. Um, so yeah, I kind of used to it already. I just miss you know the gatherings we have sound designer meetups uh, before, and then we we had a lot of like activities. Um, and then we don't do that anymore uh, in Vancouver because mm-hmm. the pandemic people kind of feel like, you know, uh, just kind of scatter around now. Yeah. So, yeah.
0: Wish Still those there. things
1: can be back soon.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'm in Texas. I I, I don't think they care here. It's <laughs> <Right>. Everybody's <laughs> hanging out.
1: Yeah. But uh, yeah, we're kind of the same now. So. OK. Yeah.
0: All right. So. What does, you know, you pull all the speakers back. So I think, you know, I would love to know a little bit more about like, what does this actually look like? So, and you said you're actually playing through. So you're trying to, you're saying something that you do. So you're playing the sound of guns mm-hmm. through the speakers, then recording something else so that you can kind of merge them or walk, walk me through so, like a, a yeah, something like you how, might do.
1: Right. Okay. Uh. Yeah. For example, like a gun, for example, yeah. but um, a lot of the time, um, in video games, we mm-hmm. use the real gun material, but you know it can be a look like a bubble gun or some other thing, right? Like mm-hmm. depends on the arts. Um, so we really have to look into like what type of the weapon it was originated from. Uh, we can talk to the artists for like concept art, for example, like concept artists, and then tell, ask them to, hey, tell tell us what's the concept between uh, mm-hmm. behind of it. Um, so from that, and you can gathering sources, uh, let's like say just like a bubble gun, for example, but like a high-tech bubble gun or laser sort of bubble gun. Um, yeah. And you probably want and it wanted to sound um, in a way that linked it to bubble or high-tech. And so you're going to throw in some uh, different sound effects rather than just like uh, maybe a pistol or something like that. right? So. You can record bubbles and then, you know, like you can just go to your bathroom and put some water in and then just play around the water or you can use a straw and then to to play out some of the bubbles as well. Um, and then you can use spray, for example, like a hairspray, and then you can make a really, really cool air, um, air spray sounds. Uh, mm-hmm. All those materials, uh, for now, I'm just like brainstorming, basically, like, you know, think about this concept and then to to branch it out, what kind of the sounds that you can you can gather it from, um, so you can gather a lot of different sounds that you think you're gonna be using later on, and then uh, make like a small library per se. Um, but but
0: are are we still talking guns, or did yes. we diverge? So yeah,
1: we're still talking about guns, like a and hairspray. Yeah, and- so that's the cool thing. Um, you don't really think about guns. Really, yeah. you have to think about something else uh, because we we are living like a world with a lot of different sounds where we don't know that they can turn into something else. Mm. Uh, so yeah, like for me, I don't like if I'm making a gun, I probably one layer is just a gun e- effects, but there's others, oh, so many different things. I saw people using birds screams to making guns, and then. Uh, one time there's a designer told me he used his uh, baby scream to <laughs> for the gun sounds as well. Um, yeah, and then so there's a lot of things that you can do too, like maybe knock on the door or knock on the table to you know record those slow thumps to add up those low frequencies for the guns as well um, so basically when you when you're working on a sound, you wanted to probably break into like high frequencies, mid frequencies, and low frequency to make it sound more uh, uh, dynamic and then rich and then, you know, have different layers.
0: Um, so oh, then- a different, and so you mean, you so high frequency, medium frequency, and low frequency, and then you yeah. would record a sound for the high frequency that you would layer yeah. over another sound for the, mer- for the mid. Or,
1: yeah, sometimes while you, for say like, knock on the door or yeah. knock on the table that's kind of like the low thump sound but it still have some mid range uh, uh-huh. but why why are you putting all the sounds that you think is relevant to the session um, you're gonna to cut off different frequency for that particular sound you're gonna you know pick and choose to hey i want to have a little bit high frequency from the sound and add up another, you know, this mid, mid frequency from this sound and mix mm-hmm. up together. Um, because, you know, when you working on the sound, um, you, you're going to layer up a whole bunch of different things, but you can't really just smack them up, right? Because you, when you play back, it's going to be like float. Uh, and when we're making something new, we wanted to think about the space that you're creating as well. You don't want to hear like a, like a noise you wanna hear different things in one sound. So even the timing is really, really uh, important, um, even, even like milliseconds. Uh, so you wanna place them out and in, in like even one second or two second sound, you wanna play them differently. Um, so yeah, it can be, you know, start with, with the low thump and then trans- transit with some high frequency screams and then to tail it up with like a tail, uh, uh, recording like a gun tail recording so it has like like a you know a yeah. whole thing um like a waveform <laughs> sort of thing um so it's it requires a lot of like uh experiments uh just playing around on your own side like you played out like i listened to sounds probably a thousand times uh just we making one sound um
0: i'm i'm sitting here and i'm that. thinking like how do you train for that like yeah you- how how does somebody even begin to learn that? Because it it, is, uh,
1: I guess after years of practice, right? You yeah. kind of just know, oh, this sound gonna can be turned to something, or sometimes you just don't know, and sometimes you're just kind of like you know, shopping in the way, <laughs> hey, I want this, it sounds interesting, and put it in, and maybe it doesn't work, and then you just take it off. Um, but yeah, like after you practice a lot, after years of years of listening to different things. Um, and you know, hearing the sound effects libraries, you will know that they this might work and this might not. So, um, if you are in like a time, you know, in a hurry that you know you're doing tomorrow or something, you probably will make it really, really fast. Um, mm-hmm. But you, if you have more time, then uh, for me, if one sound, um, I can make like four or five different versions and then send it off to the team and they will just give me feedback like, oh, maybe this one works or that one works. And for me, I will be, you know, tuning a little bit more uh, to make yeah. it sound better. Yeah.
0: Oh, man. That's, yeah. So that is very crazy. There's all this variety happening in there. Yeah. Um, so how does somebody get started? You know, like if they're hearing this, I mean, it sounds like you know, there's this massive creative component, mm-hmm. you know, to what you do. Like, there's definitely a technical. You need to understand your mid-high, all that.
1: Right, right. Yeah, definitely, like, um, there is a lot of detailed thing that you can train to. And then, um, and there's big pictures that you can plan in, uh, yourself into Um mm-hmm often people ask me, how do you get into this, right? Like, how can we start? How can it be yeah. you like someday? Um, I mean, in- insistent is just uh, one thing, like you gotta have to practice every day and then you have to listen to stuff uh, as well. Um, you had to pay attention to the sound around you. Mm-hmm. Um, So I remember I was working on like a tire sound for Need for Speed. Um, and then we mm-hmm. trying to gather different materials for the, the tire sounds. Um, most of the time we, we were on the road and we only hear like asphalt, right. Or something like maybe we going off-road and then there's desert or, uh, maybe, uh, some like small rocks and stuff like that, but like think about the wood when we probably rarely hear the wood plank uh, the tar sound so for me it's really hard to to listen to, like to find the resource for those but one time when i'm crossing like a i guess it was um, a river or something we're crossing a river and it was like the wood blank planks and i just got so excited i was like wow this is the sound like i was looking in <laughs> For like so many times, so like for months, right? We don't. Mm-hmm. I don't know how it's gonna be a sound like. Sometimes I don't know, uh, but once you hear it, you will know. Okay, this is the sound. So um, it comes with the experience of listen to the certain things. Um, yeah, um, and also practice and uh, recording is another way to practice as well. To 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 hear sounds while you're recording to gather materials. Um, um, but yeah, for, for like people who never actually work in sound design, uh, I would recommend to to just kind of like mm, make sounds or maybe even like copy, you know, here this short um, trailer for this game. And I just listen to this trailer and then see how they do the sound. And maybe, you know, kind of manipulating your own stuff into it uh, to match it in the first place to see what's the difference between your session to that one. And mm-hmm. then you can probably already telling, tell out like, oh, maybe, you know, this explosion doesn't sound explosive enough or, you know, the voice level is a little bit hot or low in a way to, to adjust yourself into a standard uh, edition. Um, mm-hmm. Once you pass that, then you can start to do crazy stuff. Like, you know, you can put a lot of creativity um, to your, your session, to, to give another taste, um, to your sound. So Hmm. that's comes into, like, I guess, years of practice. Yeah.
0: Taste. There's a thing called synthesia, I think it is. It's something for creatives where you take one sense and transpose it into another sense. Mm Um, Yeah and sound becoming other things. What, who, who is this career for? Like what kind of person usually ends up doing this? If there is a kind of person.
1: You mean like creating this taste or?
0: Yeah, or like really excelling as a sound designer.
1: Yeah, so um, how to put it in the way, like I see myself as sometimes as artists uh, mm-hmm. Sometimes I'm a designer, so there's a difference between design and then an art. So art is more about like mm-hmm. craft, right? Like about creation. Uh, yeah. Design is more the way like we, we, have, we have like circles and squares. We have to match them to make it functional. Um, mm-hmm. so, so sometimes you gotta just forget about you're a designer. You gotta have to be artistic. Like you, you have to be go wild um so that's where you know you're creating your own taste because you're already forgetting all those rules you're forgetting you're a designer you don't have an audience Your the audience is yourself and then in that way I felt like you know I'm making something truly out of myself not Mm -hmm. just like giving out for people I don't really care how do they feel I won't be happy at the first place for myself um so that's the moment I felt like you know this is the true me and this is something from myself not from you know the you know, same thing that every people else can make yeah um, but yeah once you, you you have that I felt like you know okay I'm a designer now and then you know this is stuff I already have um, yeah. and we can turn into this thing to different things um, you can you can shape it or you can um, you can make it louder or quieter you can use certain different frequency for the sound. Um, or you can just use a little bit for, for this thing and two other stuff too. So I, I, I will see it as, um, I don't know, like a thinking pattern or inspiration mm-hmm. for yourself and also the way you work, the ideas behind of all the, the work. So think first and then do after. So uh, I think a lot of people mentioned it before. Um, really like you had to make a lot of things, use a lot of thoughts for your work to, mm-hmm. to make it better f- or make him more uh, original.
0: Yeah. We, we have a um, we have a way of looking at this at Vertex because I'm you know we're trying to figure out how to train people and we're trying mm-hmm. to do it you know at scale and mm-hmm. in a way that's re- we can repeat but it doesn't then become like you know just an, an art institute that just dies you know it actually <laughs> like makes a difference in people's lives. Yeah. And um, we have this thing that we uh, we call triggers. So they're for for the game arts they're hiring triggers. And we Mm -hmm. look and we're like, you know, your work has to hit these hiring triggers. So, for example, if we're talking game art, which is the primary thing we do, Mm -hmm. um, and we talk about a texture, Mm -hmm. um, we basically say, okay, you're going to need gradients, you're going to need color variation, value variation, um, you're going to need micro detail, and you're going to need noise, but your noise can't be like too basic. It can't be cloudy. It has mm-hmm. to have layers. And you know, if you get all those, those are the hiring triggers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Somebody who's in HR, they might not know that those are the triggers, but somebody's trained them to be like, yeah, that's a little more professional. Um, what would be hiring triggers when somebody's listening to a demo reel for audio?
1: Um, yeah, definitely if, like
0: I know it's a hard question, but
1: yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I was in the interviews a uh, couple times already. Um, like, mm-hmm. where we're constantly hiring people now. Um, you know, how do you quantify if, you know, this is the right person or it's, it's right. good enough to be hired, right? Um, I actually don't think there's a standard rule for this because mm-hmm. every position have their own kind of... Focus, but just general speaking, like say, as a sound designer, you wanted to be hired into a game studio, um, mm-hmm. you have, to have have a really good demo reel, you have to have a good website, um, and you have to establish self, yourself in the way for people who never know you, see you as a pers- professional sound designer. Not yeah. just like I'm making like, you know, sound effects for for like little things, right? You're right. going to have, if you don't have anything, say you are just a student, um, you don't have a lot of experience in really working in, you know, big games or big studios, you can still redesign, you know, some of the moments uh, from, you know, other games that you like and then use your strength to to show off what you can do. Maybe like 30 seconds just 30 seconds demo reel to, to show, you know, like a gun sound from Halo or something like that. Or maybe you can recreate the, um, you know, environment from, you know, Last of Us or even monster sound that you can think of. You can create something something like that. So um, it's really depends on how do you uh, present yourself in front of other people uh, mm-hmm. from just like a website. Because when we're looking at your website or demo reel, we will see if you hit those things that we are looking for. Do, can you work on uh, high quality sounds independently? Um, can you really perform or what's the word? Like deliver, right? Mm-hmm. Can you deliver the sound um, that we are
0: asking for? How do so- you know that though? That's the part that I'm trying to understand is like, how do you know somebody can deliver?
1: So let me just ask you a question. Like when yeah. you watch a movie, you watch uh-huh. a Marvel movie and then yeah. com- compare it to like maybe a local uh, short film. Do you see a difference, yes. right? So that's the thing. Like when you, when you have the qualities, you will, you will show. So the sound will differently well, the sound that you make will sound differently. There's different range of frequencies or, you know, the, the gun sounds really powerful or yeah. uh, makes sense with the, with the motion and makes sense with the art. It's not just like pump, pum pun, like, you know, just one layer and then simple layer, uh, but it'll also have interesting taste in your own way. And then you are picking up, you know, maybe this is the sci-fi sound or sci-fi gun, uh, that's just a traditional, traditional gun. Uh, there's a difference, right? So if you're picking up those moments, then, yeah, you have those qualities that we are looking for. And also, this should be sounding uh, powerful enough or interesting enough.
0: Yeah, no, I think I'm getting it. So inside, in your mind, you have a library of like, you know, the sounds and, you know, you are a professional, so you've you've listened, you know, Halo, you've got all these, you know what these sound like inside your mind. Mm-hmm. And you're, you're looking for somebody like, um, when you're looking at a your portfolio, you're basically matching, right? You're like, does this mm-hmm. match? Is this at the same quality or similar quality? Is that, can I, can I say that's one of the things that's going through your mind?
1: Yeah, for sure. Yeah, like that's a basic thing we're looking for, right? If you can't yeah. match, at least you should match. I'm not saying, like, oh, you should be better than they were making. At least you're matching. Um, uh, That's kind of like the industry standard, right? Like, that's how should be a video game sound like. But, you know, it's just, I'm not saying you should copy everything that, you know, from one game. Uh, It's just like, hey, this is a standard, you know, a ship the game, how they sound like. So Mm -hmm. uh, that's like a, you know, a bottom line. Um, sometimes I hear stuff like make even better than you know original sounds that's where the moments the designer shines because I will be not expecting to hearing this good and then when you hear that will be like oh this person can make such a good sound so yeah so I, I guess I'm trying to say is yeah at least you should match the the industry standard and then even try to be better than that because you sometimes you can yeah
0: i think so i think i get it so i mean this happens a lot with creatives where they're just like hey i know how to use software yeah yeah but they haven't actually used it to make something so it's like you know when you look at that portfolio you're like look i get you can do the software but you don't your eye Mm -hmm. is not there like you don't have the eye
1: so you don't if let's just say like do you have um the potential or not, right? Um, we all know okay, there's like like tools we can use, uh, like Pro Tools or uh, Abyssin Life. There's so many different DARs that we can use to make sounds and like for me i'm using raper now and i'm not using like Pro Tools as old days Uh, a lot of people use nuendo or cubase like everyone had their own way of working on things but Mm -hmm. you know but we don't really care what you are making on but what you make out of it so that's the that's important thing Um, can you make something really really good or high quality or interesting sometimes they just have to be interesting or different. So yeah, like, so I, I see those are really important as a sound designer. When we hiring people, we want to hire some, someone who is different, right? If I can make it and we can both make it, then there's no difference between us. Um, hmm. So if you are better in this and I'm better on this and we have a lot of, you know, uh, things to, 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 to discuss with and then to improve on. Yeah, so- Everyone had have their own special abilities, and I believe not one person can do everything. So yeah, definitely find what you are good at it, what you can do better on.
0: Yeah, so. that's great. All right, and then um, one of the last questions I wanna ask you um, is just about the software environment. So you mentioned mm-hmm. Pro Tools, um, and I know there's WYs, there's Unreal, but those are like end of chain kind of things, right? Mm, yeah. So what is the main software um, environment that you're in, that if somebody's starting out, they should start learning or operating within this mm-hmm. tech stack?
1: Um, so if you want to work on, like, game audio, I would recommend, um, you know, start from something simple, right? Uh, you can download Unity or Unreal, like, oh, there's free version that you can try on. Um, mm-hmm. And then for, for say, like, um, the audio editing or mixing stuff the DARS that you can you, you know using Raper or like pro Tools and and other stuff like cubase or nuendo uh even uh, adobe edition is also a good tool i use it what was that one of, uh the uh, uh, adobe audition ah yes yeah yeah AU. Um, and then, so yeah, different stars. You can search online. There's many of them to pick one of it. Don't use all of them uh, because just waste of time. So yeah, pick one and then uh, make something from something little. You know, like you know, we can do like a daily challenge. Even like starting from really simple things. Um, mm-hmm. Like I wanted to make um, maybe like water sounds today or uh. tomorrow. I want to make you know like wood stuff uh, yeah. or the third day I can do some like plans, you know, like you give yourself a top topic or subject uh, for, for day, every day. And then you can start from little and little. Um, And then maybe after a month or you can start to do like, you know, this week, I'm going to do this trailer, right? Put all different sounds to this trailer even record your own voice sometimes you need to voice over right or ask a friend to come over so yeah like all those things can can you know already have a lot of stuff to practice with yeah and once you wanted to work inside the game you can there's a lot of tutorials online too or books as well i think there's also like online courses that you can you can uh, to participate as well uh, or enroll with um yeah So yeah, start from those and then put all the sound that you make to WYS and connecting to Unreal or Unity. There's also like free uh, game. I think you can download in Unity as well uh, Mm -hmm. to just replace the sound that inside the the game is already established um, to test out if the sound works or not. Yeah, so you can start doing little things just by those. Uh, Once you have kind of like, you know, Workflow, or you have a the game that you worked on, um, you can just you know hit the record button, you know, um, edit out as a small demo reel. It's part of the portfolio already. Yeah.
0: yeah. So if you if you were doing a water challenge, like what would yeah. that look like? What would you be focused on? Would you be all right? So today we're gonna do waterfall, or or maybe we're gonna do, I don't know. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Water can be so much things. Um, you know, even you don't have to go out and at home, right? And just you know, from the sink, right? You have flow uh-huh. water, or you have water in the bathtub, and you can uh, splash waters, uh, or you can dripping waters. Use the toilet flush water. <laughs> you yes. know, different things uh, can turn into a lot of. Things and even mm-hmm. like you repeating doing the same motion, uh, it's gonna rec- gonna create different sound effects after because every moments are different. Right? So um, and sometimes maybe you need water footsteps for the game and so you can just you know uh, tabbing to like a bathtub and then just mm-hmm. yeah recording all those water splash sounds while you're moving your feet. Yeah, so all of the stuff uh, that you can do. Inside of your own bathroom basically. Yeah, yes that's great yeah so
0: what um, one of the last things I would like to ask is like is there any common mistakes if somebody's starting out, you know do you see any common mistakes that uh, people are doing that you can kind of leave as last bit uh, words of wisdom for
1: um, trying to think
0: <laughs> uh, one example would be um, it, when creating a sound like you said earlier, uh, mm-hmm. not having enough layers to it
1: right yeah. Yeah, definitely that's a common mistake from people, like, you know, mm-hmm. layering a lot of stuff. Like when you hear one sound, I can, oh, maybe this can be added into the sound I'm making. So end up like you have like a 10 or 20 different layers, that's too oh, wow. much, right? So yeah. yeah, once once you have that, you should just, you know, probably mute certain layers to hear what if make a difference um, to know, okay, okay, this sound maybe is too much because it's not adding anything to the sound I'm making. Um, Yeah, And then some other common mistakes, I think uh, I often see the demo reel is so long, like two minutes or three minutes. Nobody Mm. wanted to, you know, watch a demo reel like three minutes long. So make something like short, but interesting to have the highlights of what you worked on and give the opportunity for people to, you know, explore more. To know okay this part is interesting but where I can find it later um, maybe have links for different moments uh, for for the demo reel that you know have a detailed version for, for those um, and then some other common mistakes is you have the demo reel uh, with really loud music in the background sometimes we only want to hear the sound effects because we're looking for a sound designer not for like a composer right so yeah yeah, you don't need to have really loud music in the background. Sometimes just don't use music. If you want to make it sound more accomplished, you can have a little layers, but you know definitely tune it out when the sound comes in. So um, yeah, to make it more dynamic in a way to show off the sound effects that you're making it. Uh, trying to think of other stuff. Yeah, and then also maybe it will be really cool to have you know a different topic demo reel like one is for sound design one is for like no implementation so you know how do i implement those sound to the game engine because sometimes we don't really know if the person especially for students they don't have work experience we don't know how good if you can implement stuff by your own so Mm. to have that right in your website or demo reel uh, it will really help to for us to know You have the ability to implementing the the audio the 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 content inside of the game mod and uh, sorry game engines, yeah.
0: And not just make it, but actually get into Unreal or Unity and actually the character does something. Something sounds
1: right. Yeah, it's definitely important to be uh, you know to working in game audio.
0: Well, Jasmine, thank you so much, and congrats on uh, on the boy three three months old now, right?
1: Yeah, almost. Oh, actually, today is his one hundred days. Oh, yes.
0: God, I miss I miss everything under four years old. Like they're all just <laughs> such so precious. Now they're they're becoming a little rambunctious at uh, yeah. eight and eleven. Oh wow! But congrats.
1: But yeah, thank you so much to have me. Yeah.
0: Absolutely. Thanks for being here. Take care.
1: Yes. Take care.
0: Yeah. See all you right. later. Bye. Bye.